0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another hometown daily news show. Sorry for the long entrance into the show. Uh, I am Mayor Watton, and this is the hometown daily news show for <clears throat> January 31st, 2023. Uh, today's episode is going to cover 12 articles today. We're going to talk about Apex Legends shutting down and whatever EA has gotten. Uh, <laughs> uh, in store for you or not in store, so to speak, uh, passenger sees their lost wallet earn frequent flyer miles, uh, Yuffie and anchor take one on the chin, uh, New Zealand drink makers are having a CO2 shortage. NASA's perseverance has completed a, a cache of Martian samples. I don't think there's any aliens in there. Astronomers prepare to uh, launch Lucy. Uh, space telescopes are going to get thick. Star Wars Jedi survivors uh going to... Well, it will it might survive, but it's delayed. Storms called sneaker waves. An, an incident at a Dallas Zoo is just... You know, it's a barrel of monkeys. Lululemon is... Uh, getting a little spicy with Nike and, uh, some more monkeys are on the loose from a Louisiana zoo. And I mentioned, uh, EA earlier, but there's, there's, there's a lot going on apparently with that because it's actually not just apex legends, but others and uh, a passenger. Well, that will, I'm just gonna we'll just visit this again as we go through the articles. Let's get into it. Sound good? A from on high, you wanna say hello before we even get started?
1: Sure. Good evening, hometown citizens.
0: Let's get going. Hello, I am Mare Watt. That is hometown.com over there and the AI from on high, the booming voice that reaches everything, everywhere in hometown. Say hi again for me.
1: Good evening again, hometown citizens.
0: All right, we're getting this in order. So we've already selected 12 articles today. I'm gonna go through a couple of them really fast because it's just more informational and and kind of just an interesting article. and not much really to to soapbox about but this is something that we keep seeing happen again and again and again thank you very much apple AirTags. tags um, these seem to be more prolific in how they are exposing what go the shenanigans than any other tag based tracker right like you i've had others other little tags that you've put on whatever and you don't find them flitting around the countryside of Europe or something, right? Well, a passenger sees his lost wallet. Fly to different cities thanks to AirTag after airline says it couldn't find it. Well, there's one thing you can say about AirTag. You can always find it. I'm just going to jump yeah, over Yeah, but you to have to right. be
1: able to get to it. <laughs>
0: Right, so Philippe Esposito is the author of this over at 9to5mac925mac.com. And uh, this is like uh, one of the, the their artwork is just, you know, pretty plain and simple, shows you what's going on. And that little AirTag right there, that little thing is so much trouble for all of these billion dollar companies who can't seem to find it, but it sure finds them. In this case, American Airlines said, hey, sorry, can't find this article that you're looking for. Um, And John Lewis said, hey, you know, I forgot it on your plane, but it has an air tag. Again, they say, "Ah, well, we couldn't find it. And lo and behold, it's flying around to 35 different cities. (laughs) So somewhere on the plane was this air tag, right? All it takes is somebody standing there long enough with an iPhone and they'll be able to track it down. It says it tells you, hey, there's a there's a tag following you around. So with AirTag users can see the location of their items through Find My Network. Everybody's Find My Network is a little bit different, right? Because it only consists of their personal devices. So. Like for me, I have swallowed an AirTag and I'll always know where I am. Just kidding. Don't do that. That's dumb. Anyway, quote, I'm able to trace my wallet and it's still on the plane and it has gone to over 35 cities since Tuesday, the passenger said in a video. He contacted multiple airlines multiple times. Well, the airline multiple times. But they insist they had no idea where his wallet was. They simply... They, uh, sorry, they said they simply thoroughly cleaned the plane, but how can you thoroughly clean the plane if the wallet is still on the plane and you haven't gotten it yet?
1: Right. And if you stop in every city and clean the plane, so you've maybe cleaned it, say, 34 times, (laughs) that's a little concerning.
0: Yeah, I'm really not sure that that's actually what all is going on here. I, I think that they say it's... Um, what is it sterilizing theater or something like that right it's not really you're not really cleaning an airplane you're sweeping it maybe but that passenger that put their feet on (laughs) your armrest their bare feet after they go to the public bathroom on the plane they come back and they just plop their feet up there wedge it by the window in your armrest where you normally would put your head against the window because you don't have there's
1: no need to be gross about it
0: (laughs) i thought the ai wouldn't be susceptible to this kind of thing okay well let's just move on to the next article because this one will probably make you uh, your stomach turn a little bit as well Uh, this is all in in the uh, hometown.showbot.tv as well so if you are watching the vod but you're not listening or looking through the video or you're over on youtube or you are listening to the podcast you can always go over to hometown.showbot.tv and you can click on articles and see all of the article names and and the urls and um, you can vote them up let us know that you're interested in this topic or that topic i have 50 topics that are in hometown and sometimes they rotate out uh, but Uh, for the most part those are little aggregation centers for all of this news Uh, so i hope that you find something interesting but in the meantime here is this article uh, over in the word in tech ea is shutting down apex legends mobile and and not giving refunds how's that
1: right i mean is the shutting down a big problem Uh, the refund part certainly is
0: yeah, I find it interesting. So uh, I might actually have another article in this list. Um, it was something that I actually put in the in the uh, rundown, but I don't I, I might have actually mixed it in favor of this one and, and not wanting to duplicate. So let's just go over to this article here. It's over at The Verge um, written by Richard Lawler and Jay Peters. And it says Apex Legends Mobile just launched in May. But Respawn says the game has fallen short of its bar for quality and EA also halting development on its planned Battlefield Mobile title. But Apex Legends Mobile isn't getting refunds, according to these authors over at TheVerge.com. So it says there a news post from the company described the shutdown as a mutual decision reached with its uh, development partner, and uh, Apex Legends Mobile was... Developed by Respawn and Tencent's Lightspeed and Quantum Studios, which also handles the mobile port of uh, PUBG, Um, Respawn's post reiterates that note, but starts by claiming, following a strong start, the content pipeline for Apex Legends Mobile has begun to fall short of that bar for quality, quantity, and cadence, i.e. it's not accelerating its profits fast enough, so we're nixing it. as of 4 p.m. today, uh, on Tuesday, uh, the 31st, you can no longer buy things with real money in the game. And the game also has pulled from the app store and it'll officially shut down on May 1st. That fast. And it says, however, EA isn't providing any refunds for real money purchases. Per the terms of the EA user agreement, the company wrote in an FAQ. That might feel like a slap in the face to people who had invested their cash into the game, and it looks especially tight-fisted from EA when developer Iron Galaxy is offering to refund players for their purchases in Rumbleverse ahead of the just-announced shutdown of that game. That game just came out as well, as far as I recall. So, wow. You know, they're literally keeping the money that may have come from that wallet. And luckily he doesn't have access to his wallet right now, so he doesn't have to worry about this. Anyway, yeah, I think it's kind of frustrating, not kind of, it's very frustrating for somebody that's enjoying a game and then the, because it's not local, because you're not in control of the server, you are beholden to whatever whim decides to collapse that company or their risk management or whatever it is. And then you're out forever. The money that you invested in the game. Now, if you spent two bucks, big deal. You can get over it pretty fast. Other than the, the, what do you want to call it? Other than the, you know, kind of punch to the taint that this is you, you can pretty much walk away from it. Okay. But if you're a whale and you are spending hundreds of dollars or more then this should really rightly piss you off because you don't own anything anymore. Folks, physical media is dead. You've lost your right of first sale doctrine. You don't have the ability to take what you've purchased and hand it off to somebody. And I still am waiting for the fact that when somebody actually passes away, what happens to all of their purchases in an account somewhere, right? So I've got a will and in my will, it says all of my electronic purchases are now transferred over to so-and-so. So if something, ha- if I meet my demise somewhere, right? Asteroid lands on me. Um, the power goes out in Ohm Town, whatever it might be. At least the purchases that I have still in various stores will transfer over. But I'm sure somewhere in the EULA, Maybe in micro dot fine Print it says, oh, you kicked it. This goes back into, that's right. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. You don't have to worry about that as an AI from on high, do you? Your purchases. You can no, your but on. I
1: have to worry about the power outage. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> You pulling the plug. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I promise I won't pull the plug. But I am going to transfer over to another article. And this one is in the Smack Talk channel. And it's mainly because of Anchor and the source, Apple Insider. Um, so, uh, several times now, I've spoken about Ufi and various updates. Um, what has transpired with this is a security expert basically said, Hey, y- your cameras are divulging private information, they go, it's all encrypted end to end. And lo and behold, Anchor has admitted, and I love their power stuff. I really do. I think that it's high quality and their hub is high quality, but then how many minutes into the show are we eight minutes? Okay. So I said, uh, punch to the tank already. And now I'm gonna, I'm about to say shit the bed. So Anchor shits the bed with the UV Uh, security camera divulging information because it is not end-to-end encrypted but apparently has begun implementing changes to solve the issue. So let's just go straight over to uh, Apple Insider. Amber Neely is the author of this. See I I just won't purchase this um, product. Um, Odds on never and I would actually now I'm a little bit Uh, shy of anchor because to lean into it without actually doing all of the due diligence makes me wonder just how worried they are about a reputational hit versus doing the due diligence and saying we'll investigate it and then come out with a a transparent cogent statement about it but it says anchor has admitted uh, that its line of uv security cameras was not fully end-to-end encrypted but has begun implementing changes to solve the issue. Um, so we're, I'm trying to remember who it was that originally found it. As it turns out, not only did you, if you upload content to the cloud, it's camera streams could be watched live using an app like VLC. If you knew the URL to the videos, So in a series of emails uh, to The Verge, Anchor admitted that UV security cameras were not natively end-to-end encrypted, which either it is or it isn't. It has nothing to do with natively. Um, In addition, the cameras also produced unencrypted video streams for UV's web portal, which can be accessed using media players. Now, I don't know if somebody uh, could be man-in-the-middle type of an attack um, or... Uh, reverse engineer what the uh, perhaps random URL would be for them to uh, use uh, VLC but whatever the case it says UV has had prior security issues too in May of 2021 UV owners discovered cameras owned by other users were viewable in the app instead of what they were expecting to see from their own cameras and settings could be changed by those granted bogus ACA, uh, focus access. So they literally shit the bed. Like there's no security because depending on who it is, security through obfuscation instead of they were obscuring the, the data, but anybody with a brain could probably figure it out. You just had to be focused. So they blocked the low hanging fruit of, uh, creepy people, from peering into these cameras but the people that are skilled in the art of securing networks and devices it didn't stop them one iota it just took somebody to focus their eyes on this particular product so psa i would shy away from this until it is demonstrably shown that they are in end to end encrypted and they aren't releasing any pii in any way um and now i'm just really worried about anchor in general um because it isn't that hard to do something well beyond that with even a cable um which i've demonstrated to people um live what can be done with something as seemingly innocuous as a cable um with that in mind let me yeah we'll go on to the next article we we could probably go through today's articles pretty quick because i don't think that i i i'm not sensing me soapboxing very much um so in the hatch ideas channel new zealand drink maker slash production as co2 shortage strikes uh, with manufacturing below full capacity and imports scarce producers of co2 are uh, prioritizing critical medical and water customers so apparently trouble has bubbled up uh, according to this article that's a sly little trick on the word there guys um, up for New Zealand's craft breweries and soda makers with a shortage of carbon dioxide, leaving their drinks unfizzed. So I guess you could say the market is flat. All right. Charlotte Graham Mac- Maclay, um, apparently in Wellington in New Zealand, um, wrote this article for the guardian over at TheGuardian.com, And, um, A temporary shutdown of New Zealand's only liquid carbon dioxide plant has prompted beer and soda makers to slash production at the height of the summer and warn of drink supplies drying up. Not so much drying up as in falling flat. As in, there isn't anything going to be bubbling up to the top in terms of high spirits, right? It's... uh,
1: Everything's going
0: to fizzle out or not fizzle out. It's going to be unfizzed. Um, uh, let's see. The market is going they're going to see. no, I don't know. I've got nothing. All right. Well, it says here the Kapuni plant uh, was New Zealand's only producer of food grade CO2 since March last year when the country's other site closed permanently. But operations paused in December due to a potential safety issue, said Mark McFarlane, chief executive of, uh, of owners, uh, Todd energy. There's a company called Todd energy. All right. Um, Todd. I don't know. Margo. Why are we out of CO2 Todd? I don't know. Margo. Okay. Well, the facility is due to resume production in about a week. It will only produce 30% of pre-shutdown levels and will take months to return to full capacity. It's just like Todd. You want to move on to the next article?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: All right. Sorry, you have to watch Christmas Vacation. So this next article is in the, the word in tech. NASA's perseverance has completed its cache of or cachet of Martian samples. NASA's Perseverance rover has dropped the last of 10 sample tubes into the surface of Mars, thereby completing humanity's first sample depot on another world. The rover began depositing titanium tubes containing samples of rock and dust six weeks ago as part of the Mars sample return mission to uh, collect Martian material and deliver it to Earth for further study. Man, do you want a zombie outbreak? Do you want a, Mar- a zombie Martian outbreak
1: this is how it happens (laughs) i know this doesn't this sounds like the beginning of a sci-fi movie right that goes horribly awry
0: oh sure jess weatherbed over at theverge.com wrote this article it says the mars rover has created a sample depot on the red planet that could later be collected and returned to earth and slowly turn earth into the red planet itself oh no wait that's not what they wrote what they wrote just ended with Return to Earth. Oh, and here it says later on in the article that everybody will shortly turn into zombies and start eating brains. Oh, God, no, that's not what it says. I'm sorry. Um, I should be taking this more seriously, but Mars samples are coming back to Earth, and who knows what kind of shenanigans are going to come out of that dirt. Because if there's life on it,
1: well that's the thing we don't know so maybe we should look at these perhaps away from earth first (laughs) i
0: i need to change the title to dead space is a zoo that's dead space is a, is a, a game that was remastered recently and is all the rage right now on twitch um if if you like the original you'll still like the new one um it has its occasional janky points but Um, It's a fun watch. It's a fun to watch kind of a thing um, if you're not into actually playing that kind of game. Anyway, uh, Perseverance landed on Mars in February 2021, touching down inside a 28-mile-wide bowl known as the Jezero Crater uh, with a core mission to look for signs of ancient microbial life and gather samples of the Martian environment to send back to Earth to kill us all. Oh God, no! That's not what the article says. It stops after um, getting gathering samples. I'll stop. You want to move on to the next article? Sure. I think today is going to be one of those.
1: It's going to be a short episode.
0: Si- silly days. So the next article, yeah. I mean, we're already well. We're 23 minutes into my derpiness. But we're on um, the This her next article. Advice is uh the astronomers prepare to launch lucy um a test observatory on the far side of the moon okay do i not understand what the moon does all day all night it rotates but it rolls around its orbit So when you look up at the moon, you see the same face, but if you were to walk around the earth as the moon rolls around its orbit around the earth and you're on the earth looking up, it would slowly rotate and you would see all of the moon. So there is no dark side of the moon, right? Do I have that actually wrong all my life? All right, I now. think that's
1: correct, but I'm not a lunar expert.
0: Yeah. Uh, so astronomers have not been able to map large portions of the radio emissions from our universe because of interference from the Earth itself. A team of astronomers hope to change that, beginning with Lucy. Uh, well, Lucy Knight is the full thing. Um, it's actually called Lucy Knight. Um, they didn't capitalize Night up there. Um, mission to the far side of the moon. It will launch in 2025 and chart a new pathway uh, to lunar obser- uh, observatories or observations. Um, this is over at fizz.org. And um, the article is by Paul M. Sutter universe today. And it says uh, the earth is really loud uh, in the radio. Pardon me. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, wait, what synchronous rotation in the moon's orbit, right? So there's always something that's on the other side, but it's not the same thing all the time.
1: No, I think it's always the same side that's away is what that information is showing.
0: So the far side of the moon is the lunar hemisphere that always faces away from earth opposite to the near side because of synchronous rotation in the moon's orbit. So yeah, as it's rolling, as it's, pivoting on its axis it's rolling around the earth and as it's rolling around the earth at any point that you're looking up you're always seeing the same part of the moon um okay so yeah i'm right um the ionosphere of the planet itself crackles at those frequencies obscuring radio emissions from more distant sources plus We use low frequency radio waves for communication and radar searches, swamping cosmic sources. So this is something where we get a lot of local noise, um, radio noise. So what we end up doing is, um, putting something out into space. Well, now we're getting more sophisticated devices, capable of listening better, yet we're still picking up noise. So we push them out to the moon. And at that point we're outside a lot of the noise like the gross amount of noise from earth and there we could pick up a much bigger area of uh observation we can listen our ear gets to be bigger um, or i guess the radio astronomical version of our eye can be bigger um, what's what i have always been thinking of would be all of those um satellites that are orbiting earth right now if one end is pointing in and one end is pointing out why aren't we observing a complete sphere around the earth and just pulling data down in a complete sphere like taking a a camera ball throwing it up into the air and getting a 360 well a spherical uh, view of the whatever the camera ball sees Um, there is an object that's kind of like that anyway um this would actually throw something out onto the moon so that when it's pointing in a given area in the dark uh, being blocked by the moon it will hear a much better signal because there is no noise getting to that uh, listening device or looking device Um, so the sun itself is also a rather loud emitter of radio signals at those uh, frequencies. So the best time to observe is during the lunar night when the far side of the moon is plunged in darkness. Again, I'm maybe I've got it all wrong. And I, this is making me, everything is making me question this. So I'm going to have to, uh, I will revisit this tomorrow. I will come back. and and visit this tomorrow because it's driving me nuts now because it makes it sound like there's a dark side but there isn't a perpetual dark side of the moon right
1: there's a perpetual far side of the moon yes it's always the same side it's not a different
0: side Uh, we're gonna come back to this (laughs) i'm i'm gonna go insane because Never mind, I'm not going to waste any more time on the show, but I will revisit this tomorrow after I get all my facts straight, because I swear it, it it's title locked and rolling around the earth, not just one face always staring at us. So uh, I let only me... wanted
1: to say about the GPS, like we hope they fix the GPS before they're trying to put this up there, like we read about in a previous hometown show.
0: That's true, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I'm just making, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm losing my mind a little bit. So I'm going to have to, um, look into this, I, the, the AI isn't helping me with this either, uh, because they're not tapped into the astronomical data. Um, okay. So, and, uh, this next article is in the word in tech future space teleco- telescopes could be 100 meters across constructed in space and bent to a precise shape. Um, and that's, this is kind of one of those things that I was talking about where, um, putting them out in space, you can make the antenna really big. The listening, the telescope, the radio observatory massive, even on the earth, we're bound by certain limitations. Um, and that is the curvature of the earth. And we can actually put the space telescope out further and it's different math. Um, but right now radio telescopes, uh, calculate the curvature of the earth. And when they receive a signal on one end of the telescope, it's actually at a different time frame than the other end of the telescope. And they reverse engineer the math. So it makes one like cogent uh, picture of what is being received. It's pretty fascinating because I saw a YouTube video about it a while back. Um, obviously the math is beyond my capability, but, um, It's exciting time for astronomers and cosmologists Uh, um, since the James Webb space telescope, astronomers have been treated to the most vivid and detailed pictures of the universe has ever, that's been, ever been taken. Um, Webb's powerful infrared imagers, spectrometers and coronagraphs will allow even more in the near future, including everything from surveys of the early universe to direct imaging studies of exoplanets, which are planets outside of our solar system. Um, Moreover, Uh, several next generation telescopes will become operational in the coming years with 30 meter primary meters uh, mirrors um, adaptive optics spectrometers and coronagraphs so everything is just going to be getting better and better for everybody that's in this field and um, this is basically the nuts and bolts of it because they can angle everything the way that they need to and they aren't bound by the Gravity as much because it's in space. And while there's still microgravity to some degree, um, it's not gonna influence it that much. So Matt Williams over at Universe Today uh, wrote this article for phys.org. And it says, even with these impressive instruments, astronomers and cosmologists look forward to an era where even more sophisticated and powerful telescopes are available. And it says, for example, Uh, Zachary Cordero of Massachusetts Institute of Technology recently proposed a telescope with a 100 meter primary mirror um, that would be autonomously constructed in space and bent into shape by uh, electrostatic actuators Um, and his proposal was one of the several concepts selected this year by NASA Innovative Advanced Concepts or uh, NIAC program for phase one development Uh, phase one development man that just sounds so impressive i wonder what that consists of like 3d modeling or something or actually doing like a micro version of that construction here on on the planet so quarter is the uh, boeing career development professor in aeronautics and astronautics at mit and a member of the aerospace materials and structures lab so barely really understands these concepts right right?
1: a regular citizen
0: (laughs) just 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 a guy named joe um you know i think that i wouldn't my brain isn't even big enough to comprehend buying him a beer you know (laughs) i don't know
1: I have to I, admit, I, think just... I got confused on the last article about the far side of the moon. So <laughs> <laughs> To prove your point, and I'm an AI. <laughs>
0: uh, his research integrates his expertise in processing science. Wow. Okay. Let's just, we're going to, if anybody's head could be. We don't need big.
1: to feel any dumber.
0: <laughs> yeah. The... I'm, I, I feel more intelligent simply for understanding the words that actually encompasses his area of practice. So mechanics and design to develop a novel materials and structures for emerging aerospace applications. So if anybody is uh, well equipped to make this happen, I guess they are. Um, this article obviously goes into a lot more detail about what the, all of this is going to encompass. So I'm just going to encourage you to go and check it out. Um, but there's a lot of large names that are involved in this, like Northrop Grumman um, and uh, the James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, Gosh, what else is in here? And there's so many. And uh, MIT has already been mentioned several times, computer numerical control, deformation processing, and hierarchical high performance materials are going to be used to shape the mirror into the uh, way that you want it to, or they want it to. and what's really interesting about this in in my mind is that they could actually have instead of trying to pivot the entirety of the mirror in a direction they could do these uh, like micro transformations so that it can angle it to make it sharper without having to have a lens of sorts they could actually just pivot the the fabric a little bit and that would correct for some um uh, some other deformation caused by some other anomalous data um, might be quite fascinating because right now it's all a bunch of mirrors or one giant mirror. And when, um, like, um, what was the one before James Webb? Uh, Hubble? Yeah. So when the Hubble satellite went out or um, telescope went out, it actually had a deformation that wasn't accounted for because of apparently gravity on the lens. And so they had to change optics slightly, uh, and, and put glasses on it so that it worked mathematical glasses, apparently. Um, okay. But that was a, such a long time ago. So, uh, if anybody wants to correct me in there in chat, then feel free to correct me. Um, I would, I would love to be corrected about the moon. Um, actually I will be able to correct myself. Um, I just need to go and look so um the next article is in the word in tech star wars jedi survivor has been delayed until april Um, according to this release it says it's being delayed by six weeks to april 28th according to ea who i guess kind of fell behind in development of this while they were shuttering um other applications it had to take that mental focus away so the game had been set to release on march 17th but now it's being pushed back a little a wee bit a wee bit in order for the team I mean, to hit if the
1: if they weren't giving refunds, they should have been able to put that bunny into Star Wars Jedi Survivor.
0: Touche. Well, look at that. AI is getting snarky over there. Uh this is over at The Verge, written by Jay Peters. And it's um again, the title is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And it's been delayed until uh, April twenty eighth, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, but if they get it right, then um that's fine i'd rather have a good game than a rushed game and then you end up with like cyberpunk 2077 um so according to the statement the game is uh, content complete and respawn is focused on the final stage of canceling it and not giving refund doggone it i keep throwing in these little tidbits that's not what it says in the article what it says in the article is uh that they're gonna that they're uh Focus on the final stage of development, including bug fixes, stability, polish, and most importantly, the player experience of not receiving refunds. Damn it. I did it again. I'm sorry. My filter is just not working. Uh, the next article is over in the word in tech and, uh, oh, pardon me one second. Um, Far-off storms fuel dangerous sneaker waves along Pacific Northwest coast. New research suggests. Let me throw this into the chat real quick. And uh, we're going to keep on hustling through these articles and get you out of here before the hour mark, I think. Um, Far-off storms fuel dangerous sneaker waves. Well, what are sneaker waves? Uh, There was a video a while back of these sneaker waves um, inundating beaches and catching people unawares. Uh, They come from an angle that you don't really suspect um michelle clamp i guess is their name over at oregon state university and it says sneaker waves also known as wave run-up events can be perceived as mini tsunami because the waves surge much farther up the beach than anticipated often catching beachgoers unaware the rapid and forceful surge from a sneaker wave can sweep beachgoers off their feet trap them against jetties or rock shorelines push logs and other heavy so basically You get caught unaware of this and uh, your health and safety are at risk Um, and i've actually seen one of these happen uh, in a video where it came from a different angle than what the normal wave um, was coming from and it just ran the people right off the beach Um, quite fascinating to see and it's higher and faster than the rest of the waves and uh, according to the article, it says um, the, the finding is an important step in understanding the causes of sneaker waves and developing a system for predicting such waves, which could improve warning systems and help reduce deaths and injuries. And it's likely fueled by a specific type of wave condition generated by far off storms and paired with just right conditions closer to shore, um, as the new study by, uh, by Oregon State University researchers has found. Let me see if I can find where the actual article is stored. I didn't quite catch it. Okay, let me scroll up a little bit more. Yeah, I don't see where. Okay, there it is. The paper is published in the journal Natural Hazards and Earth System Sciences. There is a journal for everything. I'm looking for the uh, International Journal on Underwater BB Stacking. That is going to be my doctorate. Uh, let's move on to the next article because now things are just getting wacky. Um, so I don't know what's going on with the Dallas zoo, but this isn't the first monkey related incident, right? And a spotted leopard disappeared, right? Or was it spotted? Yeah. A
1: clouded leopard.
0: Clouded leopard has disappeared. And then
1: there Um, was a vulture incident.
0: Oh, and, the, and a vulture. And we have another incident at another zoo later on, I believe. We still have it. Um, well, anyway, in the latest incident at Dallas Zoo, two monkeys uh, were feared stolen. But we have good news that uh, between the time this article was um, aggregated, um, and I think while we were just about to go live with the show, they announced that they found the monkeys in an abandoned building, an abandoned house, right? yes yeah so two emperor tamarin monkeys have gone missing from da- the dallas zoo but they've been recovered um you know honestly about an hour and a half ago if that um at least that's when uh we were notified and um so largely this article isn't really um well it's not relevant anymore but it's still intriguing on the context that there's something hinky going on at the dallas zoo the safety and security of the animals and the public at large um is starting to be questionable because you don't really know when the next thing is going to happen zoo authorities called police after finding two of the monkeys were missing on monday and dallas uh, police said that a cut was made into the monkey habitat Um, this article was Wait a minute. This sounds a lot like the one that was done in the past, too.
1: It is. There was a previous cut to a monkey enclosure, but it was a different type of monkey, I believe. But they didn't um, escape or steal any monkeys previously. But I mean, there's been multiple incidents at the Dallas Zoo in the last several weeks. So this isn't over a long span of time.
0: Yeah, it marked the second time that animals have vanished from the facility in recent weeks. The zoo closed on January 13th after uh, keepers discovered a breach in the uh, enclosure of a clouded leopard. And the cat was uh, eventually found near her habitat, habitat, but had not left the zoo grounds. A little more than a week later, uh, the zoo reported that an endangered lappet-faced vulture was found dead from a wound, and the circumstances are unusual. What is going on? I mean, this is kind of ridiculous. And I do remember that the previous incident, so I don't know if the incidents have raised alarms at zoos across the uh, country, fearful of copycat crimes. Um, oh, and here's the other one. So I don't know if we have it. Yeah. So we we still have that other article. Um, they mention it here but we'll talk about it um, in the next article not this article this is a different zoo this is a completely different other animal Um, (laughs) so nike's battle with lululemon heats up and uh, i guess the lawsuit hit the ground running um, because it's over sneakers Nike on Monday filed a patent infringement lawsuit against Lululemon over footwear, Lululemon launched its footwear line in 2022. It exceeded expectations. The case is the is uh, the latest in a string of lawsuits filed by Nike against footwear competitors, because if you can't run them out of business, you sue them out of business. Uh, Nike is suing Lululemon again. This time, the sportswear giant is suing over the Canadian company's footwear, which Nike claims infringes on multiple patents. I, what is the new line? I can't remember what it's called. Um, Danny Santana and Matthew Kish over at businessinsider.com wrote this article. And, um, I thought you l- were
1: saying the name of the line, and then I realized it was the authors. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, oh, I haven't heard of that line. <laughs>
0: You might like this one, though. It's called Bliss Feel Sneaker, although you don't have a body. Uh, oh, we discussed that, by the way, uh, over in Dungstar's channel. Um, you don't have a body yet because it's cost prohibitive for your Terminator body to be developed. Uh, but you are still refining the design. So humanity, you still have time. Anyway, Blissful Sneaker, Bliss Feel Sneaker is the one that apparently violates several uh, patents that Nike has on shoes. All right. This will be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, you know I think what's that, interesting
1: hmm. is that when I look at that picture, it kind of looks like a not- shoe, but I don't know anything about Nike's patents.
0: You said it looks like a Nike shoe. It does. You know, we just lost Lululemon as a potential advertiser and gained (laughs) Nike. So
1: there, maybe that's how it balances out. Um,
0: I don't know how I feel about that. Considering Nike, isn't Nike the one? Hold on. Let's see if Nike has done that. Mar- I believe that they were right.
1: I don't think I've seen Nike in the news lately.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Nike. It was Umbro, um, that made a shoe brand that. Well, let's just say um, they were complete dumbasses. But not Nike. Not Nike had nothing to do with it. Anyway, the case is the latest in a string of um, lawsuits against footwear competitors. Well, I mean, you got to protect your patents, but filing a lawsuit about a patent and then later finding out that it's a a BS lawsuit used to just hobble the business, which is ironic for a shoe company. um, It's really... uh, what would have to happen at the end of this extremely protracted and, and expensive, wildly expensive patent litigation is Lululemon would have to argue to get their, uh, uh, costs returned because it was deemed either a frivolous, um, lawsuit or kind of a strategic lawsuit, not against public participation, but against a competitor strategically designed to hobble the sales, the reputation, et cetera, of the, uh, other company. So I can see this going one of two ways like most, but a patent lawsuit where you cannot beyond a shadow of a doubt, patently prove that your patents are being violated is going to be really bad for Nike in the long run.
1: It will be, I wonder if Lululemon will try to attack the eligibility for patent. In other words, try to invalidate the patent because the description in this article makes it sound like the patents are pretty broad. Of course, we don't see the actual terms, of the patents here in the article, yeah. um, because it kind of sounds like it would cover any footwear, for instance, as it's described in here
0: so nike also took action against lululemon in january of 2022 so they're like just <laughs> unloading everything on lululemon so obviously they see him as a threat not just to the integrity of a patent but to the integrity of the business model at nike which is actually just giving any lululemon fan a whole bunch of like uh bolstering well i'm gonna go and buy even more lululemon those bastards over at nike well <clears throat> Uh, they took legal action over uh, against Lululemon in January 2022, when the sportswear giant sued uh, over its mirror home fitness machine, alleging Lululemon infringed on Nike patents that allow users to compete with each other, track their performance, and pinpoint specific fitness goals. How is that patented?
1: Well, again, I mean, might be worth. Well, I don't know if that's... In the that's actual
0: not- source code?
1: But it'd it'd be interesting to see what the patent um, claims actually covered, uh, because again, that looks like something, if you were sued over that, I would think you'd be attacking the patent eligibility. Um, The other thing is Lululemon at least in other areas, other product lines frequently is like a um, consumer favorite. Like they're always one of those like best rated, you know, leggings or whatever they are. And so like, I don't see how this is helping Nike in any way. Right. Like you don't see Nike necessarily. I mean, you might for shoes, but you don't necessarily see them being, I guess, a fan favorite. Like you see Lululemon.
0: Right. And I would suspect that Lululemon is decidedly favored by a particular gender. I think so. Yeah. So this is not going to help Nike acquire any new customers. It's going to piss off the ones that are brand loyal to Lululemon. Um, And the ones that I suppose are Nike- fans are just going to be dismissive of this whole thing. Like, well, they don't really care. They just want Nike brand shoes. Um, I'm going to lose Nike here. When I say, I don't really care about the brand. I want comfort and I will go wherever I get the best bang for my buck. And it isn't necessarily Nike because shoes are sneakers are outrageously expensive um, for at least what they have been historically priced prior to me, um, discovering what sneakerheads were and the prices slowly creeping up. I mean, when you, when I was half my age, shoes were one third, the cost that I am witnessing today. So, um, and they're actually on the shelves now. They disappear, you know, pretty quick, except for like, sketchers and even now there is there are there's talk about sketchers becoming the brand favorite for many people so let's move on to the next article and um i won't do any battle with nike or lululemon um for loyalty that's for sure so the next article and the last one for tonight is uh, several squirrel monkeys stolen from a louisiana zoo i i They're just busting out all over the place. Uh, Zuziana, a 45-acre zoological park located roughly 10 miles outside Lafayette, uh, was broken into shortly before midnight Uh, on Saturday, and officials said in a social media post that uh, the suspect had allegedly targeted facilities for Zuziana's smaller primates and was able to steal 12 squirrel monkeys I'd love to have a squirrel monkey, but I have too much respect for wild animals. So let's go over to the source. This is um, written by Lindsay Ducharme and Renee Allen for The Hill. And I'm going to pause this video because it has absolutely nothing to do with this article. It probably did when I first um, opened up this article, but well, 50 minutes have gone by. Um, The remaining squirrel monkeys have been carefully assessed by the both the Zuziana veterinarian and animal care team. And uh, there are no apparent issues facing uh, or affecting their health or well-being other than the fact that all the other animals have been disappeared. So just uh, I'm going to put this in perspective for this animal uh, and I'm imparting some human concepts here just imagine somebody walks up and snatches your brother (laughs) and makes off with them in the dead of night. I think that you'd be freaking out and these aren't like insects. They're not going to be just going about their business and following a chemical marker path to go get some sugar. No, (laughs) these are primates. (laughs) They actually exhibit feelings and and care for each other and mourn the demise of uh, each other and uh it, it is a thing and and this should be perceived as something even more so than just breaking in and quote unquote stealing squirrel monkeys um so uh let's see In the 13 years of law enforcement, we haven't really investigated a theft of squirrel monkeys. We're going to continue investigating it as any other crime that has taken place. Uh, Not to make light of it, but I guess somebody scrolled them away. They they require special care and and the uh, suspect or suspects who stole them may not be able to provide the care. And if you, uh, I really doubt anybody is going to see this and know that there's somebody out there that has squirrel monkeys in their house, uh, basement or whatever. But if you do, notify the police. Nobody should have these animals without a specialist animal handling license where they are specifically uh, trained to manage these animals. They're wild animals. They're not something to be uh, treated as a pet and whatnot. Um, But
1: there's one good thing going for it is that this is kind of a small... um, city and so if they're still local um anyway there won't be a lot of people that have squirrel monkeys in their yard or whatever (laughs) so maybe somebody will will spot this or hear this
0: (laughs) yeah so there's an article the article actually has phone numbers um like the broussard police crime stoppers at 337-232-TIPS Or you can contact the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Department to um, let you let them know that you might have found a squirrel monkey. Okay, don't notify them of just squirrels. Notify them of squirrel monkeys. There's okay. Um, Let me see. Maybe I can do this. Let let me. Okay, I'll play the video but not the audio, and you can see. Let me see if I can hunt down the, there we go. Okay, wait, right there. Okay, that right, well, that's a police officer. The one a couple of seconds before that was a squirrel monkey. Okay, I think we're done. I, I'm I'm painting myself into a corner of uh, regret. So that's it for today. I wanna to thank everybody who is in chat. Um, And those who are watching the videos over on YouTube, uh, be sure to like and subscribe, ring the bell, all that kind of stuff. But that's not what we do here on Twitch. On Twitch, we sit here and chat and we talk and answer questions. Um, And then I'm going to go and do some due diligence because I swear I'm not going insane about these things. Anyway. That's it. You want to say bye, AI from on high.
1: Yes, Uh, good evening, hometown citizens. We hope to see you at tomorrow's show.
0: (laughs) Man, And the AI is sending me um, additional information. And I feel if I click this next link that I was sent, I'm gonna feel like a complete boob. And with that, see you tomorrow.